I'm Carrie Benedett, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help. And I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Well, this week, listeners, my special guest, absolutely amazing woman I met in China last year whilst teaching with a whole lot of international teachers. And it's my great pleasure to say good morning to Natasha Brezlovich from the Ukraine. And it's amazing, Natasha, that within an instant we can connect these days. It's a big plus. So how are you this morning? I'm great. Hi, Terry. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. It's wonderful. Especially now, it's so great to be able to connect with people. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that the way of the world so is at the moment that we have various countries with physical distancing from each other. We're really being respectful, hopefully, of the coronavirus and how it may spread. And uh, one of the things I know, Natasha, is working from home this morning, just like I'm working from the south coast of New South Wales this week. I just think we are most fortunate to have a variety of ways that we can do that these days. It's pretty amazing to be living in this time, even though we are being challenged by this time. Yeah, just think about it. Maybe, what, 20 years ago? When, when did we not have this opportunity, this internet? Just think about that. People have social distancing. They go, they sit at home and they don't have any chance to do this, to see each other in videos. Okay, maybe phones. So they could just talk on phones. Yeah. One of the things, and I'm so pleased that you're one of my guests on the podcast, we talk to pretty ordinary people like you and I, pretty ordinary gals. But in our ordinariness, we can do some extraordinary things. And that's what the Thriving Matters podcast is all about. It's a can-do attitude. It's how you show up. And I know that you show up in a very, very particular way because you love running marathons. So tell us a little bit about your passion for marathons and why you got involved in them. Well, that's an interesting story why I got involved in them. There was, there was 2012 is when I started actually running but 2011 is when I met my boyfriend he was an American officer and his military base was in Italy at that time and so we were we were talking online and offline visiting each other and he got me into running a marathon he was all like you should feel like you should do it and I thought I would never be able to do that and why would I and then of course I wanted him to like me so I wanted to try and and that was my first marathon in Venice in 2012. Oh wow. And after that we broke up we broke up but I kept running. (laughs) Ah you kept running so you know I thoroughly admire anyone who does marathons. I'm a great walker but I don't really enjoy the running if I think my knees were good enough, maybe that might be the difference for me, but there is something about the discipline and the habits that you have to form when you're training for the marathons, isn't there? 
Yes, absolutely. That's what marathons is what actually made me even more disciplined and helped me develop this willpower and this big habit. Absolutely. This has been instrumental in my business development, in my personal development. But also, yes, I understand running marathons are not for everybody. But what you are doing, walking, is actually even more, it's healthier. It's better for your back and knees and everything. But that requires discipline too. Yeah. Well, we talk about all things thriving and how you go about that. So give us an idea of something that you have in your daily habits that really helps you believe helps you thrive in life and work. I think my miracle morning is called Hell Elrod. He wrote it, I can't remember how many years ago, but I read it in 2015 and that changed my life. Now I'm more, because I tried doing that, then I would fail. Like as soon as I go on a trip, I fail with these miracle morning habits. I'll, I'll tell you a little bit about it. Now, this year especially, I have the goal of doing it for 365 days, no excuses, no ah. day. It's the routine that you have in the morning. So you do silence, which is meditation, prayer, thinking, reflection, silence. Then you do affirmations. Then you do uh, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. We call scribing, which means journaling. These disciplines, these elements of Miracle Morning have been strong and influential for me in my life. So, Natasha, you've been able to put that in place every single day of the year. Yes, yes. Well, now, uh, this year... 2020, I'm doing this every day. Before, since 2016, I would do it, you know, for a month, then I stopped. Then uh -huh. I would do it for two weeks, then I stopped. So, so I was never able to do it consistently. But now I'm getting into the consistency of it. And I can see the results. Wow. Can you think of a particular moment or occasion or something that happened that actually helped you know, number one, that you could do it every single day and then be able to carry it out? Do you think there was a seminal or a pivotal point? I can think of several of those moments. Yeah. <laughs> and interestingly, that happens when I don't do something like a habit or miracle morning habit or any other habit like I don't do it for a few days and I start hating myself kind of <laughs> you know it's like oh you're such a loser why why don't you do this you know you can't and so then I get kind of mad at myself and I tell myself stop it come on we're gonna do this and then I come up with a new motivation for myself and like I would write because a lot of times how I motivate myself with habits is I take a piece of paper and I write with a phrase or I write uh, a word or something so it's like a reminder and like a motivator and I put it on a very visible place in my house I have so many of them reminding me what I have to do and so I have this 365 I have it near my alarm clock so that's when I decided okay I will do it every single day of the year I will prove to myself that I can do it and I know I can't I know I can and I know you can I know people can I love your statement and this this motto of your podcast because that's definitely mine also and even you know WeChat the Chinese WeChat and we have this ID you know ID in WeChat so my ID is yes you can 777 <laughs> oh, I love so, it 
It's like, it, yeah, it's been for years. Yes, you can. I still believe we all can if we just decide that we yeah. want to do it. Would you have, just looking around, you know, what's near your uh, alarm clock at the moment? Do you have that motivator written out? Yeah. Well, it's three in my bathroom. So I have my alarm clock usually set in my bathroom so that when I wake up, I have yep. to actually get up and go and turn it off there. Yep. So I have that 365 in my bathroom. That's one thing. Then I have here, if you love sleep, you end in poverty. That's from the Bible. So I have another one here. Uh, if you love sleep, you'll end in poverty. <laughs> That's a reminder to myself. Then, of course, they have different words to live by here and eight attributes of very successful business owners. And they have eight of them written down on an A4 paper. I have my pride is my enemy right in front of me so that I remember that it's not about me. I've been reminding myself always that I'm here to give, I'm here to serve so that I focus on the audience and on my clients. Oh, so you've surrounded yourself with an environment of motivation and can do. I love it, Natasha. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And I really resonate with your notion of the vision board because, yes, images and symbols are really critical for us, aren't they? They're like a shorthand in a way. We can just focus and stay on task. I'm wondering mm -hmm. if in your lifetime you've had a significant person or something that's happened to you that really has made you think about your life of service and your core values. Right now I'm looking at another piece of paper also, my virtual board of mentors. And it's not finished. Like I wrote three people, three personalities. I can tell you who these three are. And I know I will be adding. So these are mentors, some of them. I don't know them personally, but yeah. they are virtual, we can say. So the first one is Jesus. The second yeah. one is Tony Robbins. The third is Marie Forleo. Yeah, so these are the three. Well, of course, Jesus, he's the one that I know personally. And <laughs> he definitely influenced my life of service and that I need to give and I need to serve. That's for sure. He's very important in my life. Tony Robbins and Marie Forleo, they inspired me so much. And I would think from the very beginning of everything that I'm doing right now, these two, I think Marie Forleo and Tony Robbins, they were instrumental in teaching me how this can be done because they do a lot of inspiration work, a lot of online work. Also, Marie Forleo does that. And Tony Robbins is a speaker. His work inspired me to be this strong, persuasive communicator so there is a picture of Tony Robbins. Can you see me right now? Well, if you want to be successful, find someone who has achieved the results you want and copy what they do and you'll achieve the same results. Hmm. So he is my inspiration and he has been. And I am learning from him and from several others, of course. Yeah. Often we look to each other, don't we, and how they've struggled or what adversity they've come through to get to where they are. When I look at you, the habits that you have in place around uh, training for a marathon, but also for setting up your own business, as you have, you have really strong habits of motivation and then of using particular ways to unearth or get into yourself and so you know yourself so the journaling the mm -hmm. being able to sit in silence or you know the exercises that you do the vision boards 
they're mindful techniques really that you're using. They all are ways that you know yourself and then you are becoming someone different each time or each day that you show up. You are not just content on being somebody, but you are still becoming. It's a lifetime journey, I think. If you were to give some advice for us for the next decade, I mean, the new decade has started really quite tumultuously across the world. We've had major earth and geographical issues, population issues, the way our relationships are, whether we're at peace or at war or, or whatever. The world has really been bubbling along quite loudly, I think. And now with the virus, if you did have some advice for the world in the next decade, what might that be? I would say don't fear to fail and don't fear to fear, but fear to do nothing. So if, for example, people are afraid of failures, they don't do anything. They don't move on. Yep. When yep. people are afraid in general, they're afraid of fear itself and they don't do anything. So I would say don't be afraid of fear in your life. Don't be afraid of making a mistake, but just, just do something. Act, move, even right now in this time, this weird time that we live with this coronavirus just act and act go for your dreams go for things that you're really passionate about because i have so many people around me who have their dreams their desires to do something bigger something more but they're afraid that they will fail they're afraid to even try even start even make the first step so i would say just don't fear fear is fine it's okay we just need to learn how to use it how to write this fear how to leverage this fear and then go after our dreams after those big goals that we have in our life that is gold we all have to fail at something and we all know that in our failing is where we learn that yeah. makes total sense but we may be uncomfortable in the failing <laughs> and we lose face Absolutely. perhaps in the failing but I love your advice. It's not fearing the fear in a way or not fearing to fail because that's where the gems are. That's where the light bulbs go on. That's where you get little sparkles of greatness and we can do mm -hmm. it in small snips. Yeah, I love it. So thank you so much for that because I think we're on the cusp of some major changes in how we are living as a globe, yeah. how our notion of community is going to be tested really. And what I have noticed is some beautiful, absolutely stunning ways people are outreaching to each other, how they're actually mm -hmm. showing appreciation for those of us in the population, like our healthcare workers, like our doctors, they must be quite fearful of what may happen to them whilst they're yeah. also in service to others. I think it's amazing. Yeah. Natasha, yeah. if anyone would like to find out more about your work, you're an, a business owner, you have very strong habits and beliefs around motivation, and that comes out strongly today. We always have a call to action, and I love what you talked about, the miracle morning of doing this every day, 365 days. I might get you just to tell us who the author of the miracle morning was again. Mm -hmm. It's Hal Elrod. It's H-A-L. Yeah. And uh, Elrod is E-L-R-O-D. R-O-D. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Hal Elrod. Yeah. 
And if people wanted to actually take that up, you gave us the clues to the miracle morning. Some silence, affirmation, visualization. Yep. And exercise, reading, and journaling. Mm -hmm. Beautiful reading and journaling. So thank you for those. I just love it. The visual motivators are really strong in your house. I imagine that you are just surrounding yourself with the goodness of the motivation. And I love it. So, Natasha, if anyone was to contact you, what would be the best way to do that? I think the easiest would be the, the website, which is natashabasanevich.com. I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on Facebook, but I think the website is my home. So, yeah. natashabasanevich.com. <laughs> Very good. And Natasha is N A T A S H A. And So, listeners, thanks very much for your company for another episode of Thriving Matters. I'm totally inspired by Natasha and her amazing self motivation and habit building ethos. Uh, she's just totally amazing. When we were in China last year, 4am, Natasha would be up out training for her marathons with another colleague from the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And um, I was absolutely in awe because it was extremely hot when we were over there. But Natasha, (laughs) it's been a delight to have your company today. Listeners, if you would like to know more about what I do as a leadership coach, carriebenedette.com is where you'll find me. And as always, we like to just remind you to give life a red hot shot. I know at the moment we are being tested and you will probably be feeling buoyant some days and then very down other days. So if there's a way to use any of the tips today that we've shared with Natasha, have a think about what it is you can do each day to put in place some silence, some affirmation, some visualisation, some reading and journaling. And that's a lovely little five-point motivational toolkit that you can enjoy. So, Natasha, thank you so much for joining us today. Great to hear your voice. (laughs) Thank you, Carrie. Thank you for having me. I'm going to send you a wink across the airwaves. Instead of hugging a kiss, we'll do a wink. Everybody, just remember, your thriving matters. You are important and keep doing the extraordinary things you do for each other in your everyday life. See you next episode. Bye for now.